All right, back in final hour. I don't want this to end. I mean, I know we need to get home, and I got to do some things today. I'll be in the city today celebrating a buddy's birthday. He doesn't know about it. I know he's not listening. I love that Apple and iPhones like to tell me how much screen time percentage I've gone up in this week. I was down 9% today. I was up 7%. 785, going to get a six-pack of Pounders right meow. Get after it, baby. You got nothing to worry about today. Just Monday tomorrow. But everybody's going to be happy on Monday. Someone on the text line said that you're the only Miller Lite drinker they know, Dusty. I love Miller Lights. Oh, man, I pound Miller Lite. Now, I love good beer. But if I'm going to go Pilsner ready, right here. If, if I'm going domestic, yeah, yeah. Miller Lights. And if you don't believe me, right there, baby, Jingle Bells. But in my version, that's the six-pack of Pounders that our, our buddy Camino dropped off today. Uh, love that. I remember one time I was doing Cody and Gold, and my buddy Robert said, you sound angry and hangry, which I didn't know hangry was a term, but I guess it's when you're angry and hungry at the same time, which is a terrible combination to have in your life. And that man brought us up a grand slam from Denny's. I couldn't believe it. I smashed it on the air. I just let Alex Gold do his thing. Pancakes, eggs, hash browns, the whole knit and caboodle. Instacart guy. He says, unless something happens before then, I'll send an update Thursday morning. Well, I won't be on the air Thursday. And I know that breaks some people's heart. But to be fair, um, you'll get that betting show with Alex Cole. You'll get players only with Sean Barber and Danon Hughes. And maybe Barber can can explain his prediction of 33 to three. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, and then you'll get uh, the Jerome tank show. So there's that for you. Chiefs win yesterday, 27 to 20. Or as Neil from KCTV five said, a very easy game from 70,000 people that they thought. Like, I still cannot, and I'm trying to let that sink in. I really am trying to, like, think about how the heck he pulled 70,000 people together and thought that this was going to be an easy game. More impressive yesterday. The fact Chris Jones can't get a playoff sack or the fact that Patrick Mahomes threw a jump pass for a touchdown to MVS. On a bum ankle. And then had to come down on it. Is that gimmicky? Is that something that Jason Brown wants to talk about? Should we try to get him on our show this week? And be like, now what? Like, I just, and I'll do it in a professional way. Because I I said something to him yesterday on Twitter. Real coach JB. You, you love going after him. Because he makes stupid comments. And he said something about whenever Carlotis got burned by Christian Kirk, which to me was clearly a misread. And... He said something like, Trevor Lawrence put that pass on a dime. <laughs> I said, yeah, he was going up against a D end. He said, yeah, but he still had to find the read. I said, that's fair. It was a very nice back and forth. And I think we need to get that man on the show. Need to change your last name from Likens to Lovins. From the 316. I like that. Instacart guy. <laughs> Here we go, baby.
Got another order. Got to run into high V and knock it out. Then I'll be back listening. Could you imagine if it's another girl that needs raspberries? There might be something in the water if that's the case. Somebody from the 816. I didn't think it was going to be an easy win, but I thought it might be going into a double-digit win. Yeah, I mean, I never thought they would lose the game. Like, you could have put a gun to my head, told me to play Russian roulette. That's a little dark for a Sunday. But I would have said that they were going to win the game no matter what. And that double-digit win is basically them just covering. Yeah. It's not even like it's an easy win, just what covering. And I picked them to win. All right, so UConn's coach is, is wearing a mask. I didn't know that they were still doing that. That's interesting. Well, I, I, UConn has had a COVID. Is that the team that did it? Yeah. They're the one that had, the, they had to cancel their game or whatever it was? I don't was? know if they had to cancel the game, but they had a bunch of people that were sick. Okay. I think I'd probably just sit this one out then. Well. Could you imagine coaching with a mask on? Trying to yell? I'd never really, i am be honest with you, I don't really go to college basketball games. I would. But I'd never heard coaches yell until that KUK State game. Like, you could hear Tang, and you could hear uh, Self. Like, I could hear Bill Self say Grady Dick's name. Grady! Grady! I was just like, if that was my son getting yelled at like that, I'd be like, oh, my goodness. What do they teach these kids? Bruce Weber used to do that all the time. Yeah. You could hear him so clearly. Barry! Yeah, but it was terrible. Barry! Is that a good comparison, though? Because Kristen Acero uh, didn't like it. But I thought going from Bruce Weber to Jerome Tang was like, going from Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes. Like, well, Bruce, Bruce Weber is, you know, can manage a game, can win you 18 coach. to 20 games, get you into the tournament, maybe get you an eight seed, beat a nine seed, and then you're done. A couple Big 12 titles. You know, shared. Um, well, we're we're going to see. I don't know if Jerome Tang is Patrick Mahomes quite yet. Right. But, but the, the way early returns yeah. feel similar. Yeah. Feels like a good MVP start in the, in your first season as a starter. Yeah. From the 785, this is the only show I'd listen to the same radio and five times in a row for Dusty the Goat Likens. Make it worth it. Hey, man, I'm not trying to be a goat out here. I'm just trying to be a man of the people. And when you get guys that ask for your advice, if he should ask for a number being an Instacart driver, you let that man have it, baby. And you got people out here going to pick up six-pack of pounders. I got Grant going to pick up a four-pack of tenders after this. Tenders, pounders, raspberries. Who thought that'd be on 610 today? Not me. If you had that in your parlay, how you doing? I just love that. Instacart guy better keep it up. I think he needs to join the show Friday night. Let us know. You can slide into my Twitter DMs, at Dusty Likens. Hey, man, I'd love to join the show at 645 after you interview Jay Binkley at 630 every Friday night. And you could give us an update. Where'd you go get to eat? Did you go get oysters? That's a bold first date, by the way. You ever done that? No, not oysters for the first one. They're an aphrodisiac. This is a church show. It's not a church show. It's a Sunday show. People go to church on Sunday, so I try to keep it clean. So is dark chocolate, though. Don't see me covering oysters in dark chocolate. But if you did, man, you know it's going to be a successful (laughs) night. Do you imagine that? What's for dinner tonight? Chocolate-covered oysters? You dog. Oh, man. 11-11, make a wish. We come back. I want to talk about Patrick Mahomes' ankle, the percentage that I think he will be going into the Cincinnati-Buffalo game because I had a buddy text me and ask me that. Also, why this team is destined for to be in Glendale by the end of the year here on After Hours 610 Sports Radio. 
You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. For the Kansas City Chiefs, the playoffs continue, which means our playoff coverage continues, and it's brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. It's also brought to you by Metro Ford. View inventory online at kcmetroford.com. Dusty Liggins with you, Grant Nicholson as well. Along for this ride, two slots have been filled in the playoffs for the championship game, Kansas City-Philadelphia. Do you want San Francisco or do you want Philadelphia? Because we know Dallas didn't win in that game, right? Like, we're talking about the the playoffs today now in this segment. No way Dallas wins, right? Or does Brock Purdy, like, does the clock strike midnight? I'm never going to be. I watched a lot of Brock Purdy at Iowa State. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm totally sold on that being a possibility. Could have sworn they just showed you on TV. But it was George Kittle. Shout out to the listeners today. It's been your show today. The MVPs of today's show is all the listeners. Instacart guy, Camino dropping off a six-pack of Pounders. Uh, uh, Big T calling in. Dan and KCK letting us know about how he thought about the Chiefs game. Bills, Bengals today. That's where we're going to start this conversation off. A lot of people want to say, a lot of people want to say today that you want to play the Bengals, right? Are we sure the Bengals beat Buffalo today? Definitely not. Their offensive line injuries worry me. They worry me. From the 913, you the man, Dusty and Grant. Go Cincy. Because I look at it from an like an economy standpoint of why I want Cincinnati to play, because I know a couple of people that work at the stadium, and I know that this weekend, if they were to play the AFC Championship game there, is very profitable for them um, based on tips, hours, um, and there's also the the theory that if they get into a, uh, I think that there's a, a theory that a lot of people have that I think does speak volume. And I saw a, an article the other day that said Lamar Hunt was even one that advocated for a uh, neutral site AFC champion, NFC championship game, which I don't know how much truth is into that. I just read the headline, didn't go into it. Um, but I don't like the idea because then, Basically, the only thing you're now playing for in the regular season is just a first-round buy. And the amount of money that cities can make off a championship game is is egregious. Especially for someone whose team has hosted that particular game for four, right. possibly five years in a row. Why would you want that to go elsewhere? Right. And it's it's kind of interesting to me because I find it um, I find it a bit weird that it seems like they're proofing the league around Mahomes. And this is going to sound extremely biased, but tell me I'm wrong. Mahomes last year, let's go back to his first year as a starter. Was that 2018? When he plays Brady in the playoffs, and Tom Brady never lets Mahomes touch the football. And the Chiefs go go to the rules committee. Hey, man, your rules are out of date. I know it seems like it's unfair to us because it just happened to us, but we didn't get a chance in overtime. Didn't like it. Not cool. 
The league says, yeah, 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 whatever. We don't care what you think. Okay. And then the Chiefs do it to Buffalo. And the NFL committee changes its rules. Right? Coincidence? Maybe. Then, this year, Buffalo again has the traumatic thing that happens on the field to DeMar Hamlin. Tragedy. Gets back to it. He's back in life. Prayers up. He does fine. And then they say, well, it's not fair. And the text line knows where I'm going. They just, they just took this thing. They know exactly where I'm going. And then they said, well, since Buffalo didn't necessarily get to play a full season, this year if the Chiefs play the Bills, the AFC site will be a neutral site. Coincidence? Chiefs did everything they were supposed to do. Chiefs did everything they were supposed to do. Played their games. Now, granted, if they were to beat the Colts, but again, coincidence that a penalty happens at the very end of the game from Chris Jones and then Chiefs lose? And that's fine. I, I, don't, I don't mind sounding biased right now because it, it just sounds too weird. You know, like if there's too much smoke, there's probably a fire. And then neutral site game. Mahomes would have played his fifth consecutive game, still can if it's Cincy. Fifth consecutive game at Arrowhead. There's only been two other times in the history of the NFL. One was Tom Brady and the Patriots. The other was in the 70s with the Raiders to play five consecutive games for a championship game at your house. And now we're Mahomes proofing the league, just like the PGA Tour did to Tiger Woods. I'll hear no other excuse. The Chiefs literally went to the rules committee when Mahomes didn't touch the ball against Pat, against Tom Brady and said this rule is outdated, it sucks, no one likes it, it's unfair, it needs to be changed, reason A, B, C, D, all the way to Z, why it should be changed. And the NFL rule committee scoffed at it, turned its nose to it, said absolutely not. And I thought to myself, well, that's kind of brutal. And I remember I did that show that night from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. And I had New England callers. Oh, you guys just complain too much. Blah, blah, blah. It's the NFL. It's the rules. Eat it. And then Buffalo changes the rules, and they get it. And now there's a possibility that the NFL has already said that 50,000 tickets have been sold to the Mercedes-Benz Dome in Atlanta, like the minute they came out. And said, people are going to come watch this game no matter what. And it's both fan bases. It's not. It's a cover-up to make you think that. And this is a year where I think the NFL completely, 100%, fumbled all the way. All the way. They took a safe. They Dan Orlovsky the end zone. They ran out of the end zone. Which brings us to today's matchup between Buffalo, Cincinnati. Who you got? I like Cincinnati plus five and a half. Cincinnati's offensive line worries me. Buffalo not having Von Miller worries me. But Buffalo's defense with a banged up offensive line 
and Joe Burrow concerns me. Because Joe Burrow is really not that mobile unless he plays the Chiefs and he's randomly very mobile. But if the Chiefs were to play either one of these teams, I like their chances with both. I like their chances a little bit more with Buffalo because I think Buffalo is probably the lesser of the two. I think they know for a fact they can beat Buffalo. I think Buffalo does kind of have that fear tactic when they see the, the, the red numbers on the jersey. I truly do think that, to be honest with you. I think the 13-second game is a is a chop to the manhood of that team. And I don't think that they want to play the Chiefs. I think Cincinnati is like, we'll play Kansas City. We have no issue with that. But again, I'm starting to turn over to the text line. Because like them, it's time to get the monkey off the back. It's time to stop calling Cincinnati daddy, which is what I've been calling them, because they are. And I look at it from a whole point of view. Cincinnati coming to Kansas City means that they beat the Bills. I'm tired of the Bills, man, when it comes to the Chiefs and the Bills. I'm tired of that whole, whole thing. And if you can get Cincinnati to come to Kansas City, Not only is that good for the city, that's going to have then an AFC championship game, an NFL draft, and then a Super Bowl parade all within the same three months. Well, not the same three months. Yeah, same three months. You're looking at a lot of money coming into this city. A lot of fun to be had in this city as we wait for baseball to start. If we're waiting for base. I mean, I am. But I'm a baseball nerd. Like, I have a picture in my room of Josh Furnier in a countdown calendar when he comes on the air next. That might be a truth. That might be a lie. It's up to you to decide. But again, I'm, I'm kind of like the text line today. At first, I was, let's give me the bills. Let's go play in Atlanta. Let's go get some lemon garlic pepper wings at Magic City. That's what they serve there. Wings. Some thighs, too. Maybe a few breasts. I don't know. But I know... For a fact that if you can beat Cincinnati, you're going to kill the narrative of the entire league. But one thing I will say is, is that if you do end up losing that game, if you do lose that game, prepare yourself. Now, I know you can look at both sides of it and and, and pick your battles. But I mean, hey, if you want to go on a neutral site, You're also opening the door for the NFL to do whatever it wants because if there's one thing the NFL is addicted to, it's money. And if you put this game in a neutral site and it's successful and they like it, you'll never see an AFC Championship game again in in Arrowhead. And that's the part that makes me feel really pretty icky about the whole situation. Icky, okay. Is I'd love to play the Bills in the game because I think the Bills are like slightly the better matchup by like a few percentage points maybe. But I don't really want the NFL to get their way for this, like, trial balloon of a yeah. neutral site AFC championship game. And it's pretty interesting. Like, you you were saying how they tried to, they found a way to shoehorn this in. Exactly. They're like, oh, oh, this terrible thing. I wonder yeah. if we can make this a better way for us to improve ourselves. Yeah. I don't know. At one point, at, gross. at no point did the NFL care about 
yeah. Damar Hamlin. At this point, it's pretty clear that they were just looking for a way to, to test this theory. Yeah, and I mean, I know this is going to shock a lot of you because I watch a lot of documentaries, and you find out very quickly major corporations no, yeah. don't care. Not even a little bit. Not at all. Like, I watched one the other day. It was like the killer nurse or something where this guy was, like, injecting IV bags with, like, bad medicine, killing patients. Wow, that's out of left field. And he was, well, it's, again, sure, go. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tie it in. And what was crazy is when the detectives were interviewing hospital staff, like, the head of the hospitals, like, people were sitting in the investigation because the hospital didn't want a bad rep. So the irony of this was that you're supposed to go to the hospital to be cured, but you're dying there on hands of nurses, but the hospital is taking care of the people that are killing people, which is like the NFL here. Guy has a heart attack on the field. Thank God he's alive. And then at that time, there is a stack of papers that says NFL rule book dash blah, blah, blah. And it says, hey, if this were to happen, this is how we decide what happens. And the NFL just said, eh, we'll make up a new rule. In fact, they even went to going to a coin flip to decide Homer away. And the one thing I will say is that if this is a success and they do play Buffalo and Atlanta, prepare yourself. Will the Chiefs even get these? Because they don't have a dome at this point. There'll never be another game, even if it's Ravens, Steelers, I don't know. Yeah. No other AFC championship game, regardless, will ever be here. I will say this. I'll just go to the same six cities every time. I will say this because Carrington, every time he leaves the drive and I come in for after hours during the week, I always shoot him some sort of like hot take. And I told him that the minute that the Royals move downtown and they doze Kaufman, they're going to build a stadium like you see in Vegas, L.A., Patrick Mahomes will have a stadium that he will build. And it'll be in there. It'll be covered up. It'll be one of those just insane stadiums. And then maybe you can host. I mean, hell, they gave Tom Brady a Super Bowl in his hometown. Coincidentally, the same year he goes to the Super Bowl. So 913-586-7610. I don't know what you have for a prediction today. Chief, uh, Bills, Bengals, or who do you want to play and why? Text line. Um Neutral site championship would feel like a Super Bowl and the divisional would feel like the championship game currently. It'll be much better. KC has to get a dome and championship games go neutral. 100%. You guys have the wrong outlook from the 913. That was aggressive. Um, I take Cincy today with Josh Allen anytime interception. That's hilarious. It's not a bad bet. Josh is definitely throwing a pick today, right? Yeah, he turns the ball over like crazy. All the time. Somebody said from the 816, Magic City ain't no joke. I believe that. Somebody said, I just want to play the Bengals because at home and want home field advantage, but we match up better against the Bills. Someone says, Avenge last year's loss from the 913. Rewarding one team for playing 16 games, not rewarding the other team that played 16 games, and screwing the 30 teams that played 17 games. Bit odd. Yeah. I mean. Looking back on it, it's a bit odd, especially with that report yesterday. I'm just saying, man. There's a whole lot of thing going on. 620, the stadium is going to legends. No investment in the area. That stadium is now for too long. No, it's not. I mean, that's a good theory to have. I'm not, I'm not debunking that you have a good thought process there, but it's not going there. They are going to bulldoze Kauffman Stadium when they build a new one downtown, and the Hunt family will put a palace that'll be called the home that Patrick Mahomes built, just like they did at Lucas Oil Stadium when Peyton Manning got good. 
And that's what's going to happen. Home field, period. Quit trying to fix what isn't broken. Exactly. We come back, we talk a little bit of the NFC Divisional Round game and how good is Isaiah Pacheco right now and how good was he yesterday when you had to lean on him because your quarterback had a bum ankle. Grant Nicholson, Dusty Likens, After Hours, 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Back in on After Hours. Playoff coverage brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Here on 610 Sports Radio. Adam Schefter reports about, I don't know, 15 minutes ago, MRI today confirmed that Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes suffered a high ankle sprain during Saturday's win over the Jaguars per league source. Nothing more than that, said one source, and Mahomes has said he plans to play next Sunday's AFC Championship game. Duh. (laughs) I mean, we saw how affected he was when he did not want to go to the locker room. When he comes out one play later for that long stretch play and he's like hopping on one leg to hand the ball off, he wasn't, I don't think he was ever coming out of the game. No. My buddy bet me five, like a live bet. We bet $5 because he was like, oh, Mahomes is done. And I was like, I don't, I don't think so. I go, I guarantee he starts the second half. The only way he was done is if they went back and it's like, oh yeah, your ankle's broken. And it was positive. Yeah. Yeah. Like the x-ray. And then Adam Schefter says nothing more than that was meant as in no other damage aside from the high ankle sprain, which is a significant enough injury on its own. So I did think it was interesting because we played the audio of post game and it did seem like Andy Reid kind of was like, hey, man, like I ain't, I'm not putting you back in this game until you go and, and figure this out until we get an x-ray and it says it's negative and you can come back in. And no, I don't think it was, you know, malicious. I think it's just one of those plays where, unfortunately, bad place, bad time. We were talking to some guys that are familiar with the game that have played the game in this text group. I'm, I'm in with some guys who work here and, and, and right away, somebody was like, you think that play was dirty? And I, I immediately fired like, no, I don't think it was dirty at all. I think it just happens to, you know, some of the people in the league. I mean, that's like the, that's like the death of offensive linemen right there. How that, how that stuff happens. Like when that offensive lineman's, you know, blocking somebody and then someone rolls in their leg and then you see him laying on, I mean, you just saw it in the Cincinnati game last week. So, um, yeah. But I think if we're going to talk about, because my buddy Jeff was texting me, and I, he said, what do you think Pat's health percentage is going into next week's game? I said, I bet he's about, an, about a 90%. Obviously, there's going to be some, um, you know, there's going to be some issues. There's going to be some tenderness. But, like, to see him running into the tunnel in the game yesterday was a positive thing for me to see. Um, to see that he came back out and played that game. And I know he looked, you know, it was a little gingerly the way he was, you know, running around and walking and stuff like that. Like, you know, there was that too. Um, But I think that in a positive note, he gets Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, basically to just like light rehab, no weight, keep it, you know, tenderize, you know, keep doing what you're doing with your, with your, with your training staff, 
and then he'll be good to go. They'll put a brace on that thing. They'll wrap that puppy up, and he'll go out there and play his game. Uh, and I can see him anywhere from 85 to 90%. And you could say that I'm, you know, out of my mind to think that. Somebody says Mahomes lives for playoffs and Super Bowls. Yeah, you're not going to take a dude out like that. And to me, that was one of the greatest things I saw yesterday. Right? Like, that's a situation that you're fortunate enough to have. Unlike the situation that there might be in Baltimore, where, like, you know, your quarterback wants nothing more than to win and play through injury. Now, granted, your quarterback has been taken care of by the team. And this isn't, you know, a shot at the Ravens or Lamar. But it's one of those things where I think with Patrick Mahomes showing that type of aggression and that type of grit, and I'm not talking about getting on the field and hobbling around and throwing jump passes in the end zone and, and landing back on the in, on the ankle. I'm talking more so like, you know, throwing his helmet down, Huffing and puffing like a kid that's told he's got to finish his chores before he can have dessert. That's what I like looking at. That's the kind of stuff that I like to see that I take away from a characteristic standpoint. Like, that man really wants to come in here. He doesn't care if he's got one leg. Facts. 913, it's sad it took the DeMar Hamlin tragedy so the NFL can make even more money. Again, I know there's people that hate conspiracy theorists, and I know there's people that hate me for some of the things that I say. But there is no lie in that text. Because at the time, you're watching guys on the field, grown men, crying in shock and awe. And at that time, there's somebody, somebody that's got a lot of the, a lot of the, the devil in them going, all right, we got a chance to do something with this. I'm dead serious. Like, there's no doubt in my mind somebody in the NFL like, saw that. I mean, they even had the audacity to say that they had five minutes to, to do things. And then they just completely lost the whole thing. But again, we're not talking about the day because today's a victory day for the Kansas City Chiefs in this town. One more week of playoffs. You got to play that game on a Saturday. Trevor Lawrence, first loss on a Saturday. Hands of the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes just gives a lot of people their first. Houston Texans up 24-0. Loss. First time the Chiefs ran out of fireworks in a playoff game, Patrick Mahomes. Indianapolis Colts, first-round draft pick, Andrew Luck. Patrick Mahomes beat him in the first playoff win for the Chiefs at home in over 30 years. Retired. First time that ever happened to the Colts. And let's not look past Chad Henney's performance yesterday. That is the definition of a solid backup quarterback yesterday. Hey, man. I don't need you to do much. I just need you to go 98 yards, not turn it over, and try to get a score. And at that point, you had to think, if you're a Jacksonville fan, all right, we're probably not going to win this game. If Chad Henney just took us for 98 yards and housed us with a touchdown to Kelsey, see you later. The other thing that Patrick Mahomes did for a first time is won a game with 13 seconds left on the clock with two passes and had some time to, you know, sit back and let it go. But now the Chiefs will await their opponent. It's Josh, it's Josh Allen or it's Joe Burrow. Who you got? Cincinnati, Buffalo. We wrap this thing up and get out of here on a Sunday on After Hours. Grant Nicholson, Dusty Likens, all here on 610 Sports Radio. 
You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. A little bit of time left. we got to get out of here, though, in about 10 minutes. Uh, Buffalo, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Niners, minus four. Two o'clock, 5.30. Chiefs win yesterday, 27-20. to 20. More impressive game yesterday, Travis Kelsey or Isaiah Pacheco? Probably Pacheco. Just because I... And this is unfair to Travis, but we've seen him do it a bunch of times. Yeah. And so, like, we're a little numb to it. Okay. It's like, oh, he had two touchdowns in the first half. He had NFL record for catches by a tight end in a playoff game. Yeah, like 14. I just, Pacheco, I knew. We, he had he was, 17 targets. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nuts. It's probably Kelsey, but yeah. I was more impressed with Pacheco. Yeah, Pacheco 12 for 95 for a 7.9 av. It's just unfair that we've had so many good Travis Kelsey games. Yeah. That this one kind of, the stat line kind of sneaks up on you. Right. Like, oh, I know he's playing good, but didn't seem otherworldly. Right. You think, well, I don't know what the the strategy will be yet going into next week. A lot of people think that there's going to be a lot of heavy blitzing, whoever they play, just trying to get the hand, the, the ball out of Mahomes' hand as fast as possible. Good luck. I also do think that it doesn't really matter because anything that you've thought of, Andy Reid has already thought about it and how to attack it. I truly do believe that. Call me a homer, it's fine. Also, I don't understand how you can necessarily stand in front of people and get squirted in the face with mustard and ketchup. To me, that's just really gross. That's the Bills thing, right? Yeah, that old dude That's... that just sits there and just gets just facialed with ketchup and mustard. Not into that, man. I'd never eat ketchup or mustard again. Uber facts, Grant. I know you hate it, but I love it. What did you learn in elementary school that turned out to be untrue when you got older? That carrots make you see better. Or that swallowing gum stays in your system for seven years. The first response... Marijuana will kill you. Drugs are bad. I always hated the one who was like, you won't have a calculator. You won't always have a calculator to help you out with math. It's like, no, it turns out, yeah, I will. Yeah, and I'm also not going to have to figure out what Y equals MX plus B means when I'm 30. Yeah, maybe I should have, like, tried to be an engineer or something. I don't know. But I'm not. And so anything that I need to do, I will have the assistance of a calculator. I always hated that. It was a fun day. It was a good day. Great show. It was a fun show. Nice job, Dusty. Thank you. Nice job to you, Grant. Instacart guy got a number. We'll have more information on that on Thursday morning, he said. There might be a good chance that I'll be popping up on uh, some shows this week with the the full-time roster guys. So 610's Ryan Fitzpatrick will make some, uh, some appearances. I actually met that guy at Cinder Block. He's a cool dude. He's like, I hope you know I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. It just kind of fit. I'm like, no, dude, it was it was great. And it made for about 10 minutes of content. Jed said I should start dressing like Ryan Fitzpatrick now. I just don't have that much chest hair. Should you grow the beard out too? Can you get much more length on that? Oh, yeah. I just okay. never do. Like, I'll probably trim it up today, and it's already pretty slim. I just like to keep it nice and tight. I have a huge head. This kind of slims it down a little bit, I think. The aggressive fade probably doesn't help my head size. 
there's also also a chance I'll be on your local TV this week. Let's like, say, gotta like ninety nine percent chance. Make sure it looks good for yeah television. Yeah, that was like one of the first things I had because the the guys that cut my hair at Courtney Brothers in Blue Springs, um, they were like, "Man, your hair looks sharp on there." I was like, "I know, thanks to you guys." And a lot of people were like, "Man, that was like the first thing." And then they were like, "Oh, but you were you were fine, by the way." It's like, "Oh, thank you," but it's. This gigantic, like, you know those Remax hot air balloons? Like, that's what I look like in a crowd of people. People are like, whoa. Oh, that's a human's head. Okay, never mind. God bless my mother. Um, I will say today, thanks to everybody that joined the show. Thanks to the, thanks to the, the, the six-pack of pounders that Camino left us at the, at the door. Much appreciated. We got a hell of a streak going on right now. Two days in a row, we've been delivered some, some beverages. I'd be ecstatic if it was Mountain Dew. I don't even drink Mountain Dew unless it's in the fridge at work and it's free. Those were, those were bangers, man. Those got us through some dry mouths. You get that here. Like, I feel like on a scale of one to stank, my breath is terrible at the end of a show. Coffee, talking, no drinks but water and coffee, and, then, and now I'm going to be able to go home, put my feet up, and, and pop a top. Batman. Grant has a werewolf chia pet. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. But Chiefs win 27-20. Uh, I love it because it, can, it continues to give us more to talk about. I really hope if they go to the Super Bowl, my boss lets me go down there and just wreck it up. I mean, by, like, a content standpoint, not, like, just getting hammered in Arizona. Because I promise you, I promise you, if my boss lets me, we need to get that going. Dusty to AZ if they do go to the Super Bowl. That needs to be a hashtag in Kansas City, and I think we can get some legs behind that. Get you out there? Oh, yeah. Because I'll drive it. You'll drive it, man? Mm-hmm. Or I'll fly it. That's tough. Because I'm taking my sticks. I'm definitely taking my golf clubs, and I'm going to slip away at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. You trying to get down there for, like, the whole week then? Mm. Four or five days? Get a couple rounds in? I think I'd only need two days because I'm sure that golf courses are extremely expensive in Arizona because it's like one of the golf capitals of the world. Like I was talking to Dana Wright of 98.1 KMBZ, and she was telling me that like her son knows a guy that can get a spot in the TPC Scottsdale event and like the the bleachers where it gets really rowdy on the 16th hole. Dude, like for a day, it's like $5,000 just for one seat let alone to play golf. Like, I'm telling you right now, I will splurge. Like, I'll put a budget together to where, like, okay, this is golf. Um, this is food. Like, I'll literally eat once a day. That's fine. But I'll literally make sure I play two golf courses. Hashtag Dusty to AZ if they get there. If they go to Atlanta, I'm going to try to convince Pete Sweeney to let me ride shotgun because he said he is driving to Atlanta if they go to Atlanta. He's not taking a flight. He's not risking it. Mm-mm. He said he's driving, and he needs some company. Now, he does have a lady in his life right now, but I don't know if Atlanta's where you want to take on the first trip. But if Pete and I go to Atlanta, that might be some good content. You guys have to find all the states where they allow legalized sports gambling. Mm-hmm. You just have to stop off and wherever. Along the way. Yeah. Is it legal in Georgia? Probably not. I have no idea. So you got the Bills today or the Bengals today? I, I don't know. I just keep... You're on TV again. I just keep seeing... <laughs> I just keep seeing in my mind's eye the Bills. San Francisco or Dallas? I think Dallas, man. Really? I'm not buying into Purdy, to be okay. honest. There's going to be one deck here. 
gosh. If Dak Prescott beats them and goes to the AFC Championship game, Jerry Jones will build him a statue tomorrow. I just want to play the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. That's right. Ooh, wax them. Thanks, everybody, for joining the show today. Big T, Dan, Batman, Camino for the beers. Grant Nicholson, cheers the rest of your afternoon. I'm Dusty Likens. Go do something nice for somebody in this mad, crazy world. It sure should help. Take care, Kansas City. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.